dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. We've all heard of imposter syndrome. It's something that the majority of us experience during our career. It's that feeling of doubting our accomplishments or competency and the fear of being exposed as a fraud. The Google definition of imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally, despite being high performing in external and objective ways. This condition often results in people feeling like a fraud or a phony and doubting their abilities. It's a totally unjustified feeling as it's commonly reported by successful and high functioning professionals in their chosen career path. I'm convinced it's a byproduct of something called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is a psychological phenomenon whereby people with limited competence in a given field overestimate their expertise. It's quite commonly seen on Twitter and other social medias. There's however, another end to this phenomenon, whereby apparent experts in the field underestimate their knowledge. The more you know, the more you realise you don't know because you've just discovered how much information there is out there. It's important to know that if you feel like this, that you're not alone. Most people in your work environment will have felt the same at some point in their career. And you must remember that you're very good at what you do. Nobody would employ you if you were terrible at it. This takes me to the main theme of my blog this month, which is how you judge the progress that you make in your career. When I finished my PhD, I moved on to a postdoc at the University of Manchester. I left the University of Huddersfield, which is a place that had been my academic home throughout my undergraduate and postgraduate studies for about eight years. I'd had a very successful PhD, published a few papers and attended conferences across the globe. I was really fortunate because I had an excellent supervisor, supportive peers and a project that had really taken off. This was a great asset, but it would also inadvertently become a bit of an adversary. Now this might seem like a strange statement, how can a successful PhD become an opposition? The answer lied in my transition to the work in my first postdoc. I went from a very fast paced project in a field where few publications from a PhD is common, you'd usually get two to three, to something that was much more attritional. The work was biologically complex and as a result, it took a lot longer to complete. Papers were less frequent and I'd carried out with me that expectation that things would continue at the pace of my PhD, which left me in quite a difficult spot. Throughout my PhD, I'd heard the phrase, publish or perish. It's not a philosophy that my supervisor ever imparted on me, but it didn't stop me frequently picking it up on the idea that you must publish at an arbitrary frequency to be considered a successful researcher. Now there is some truth to this, but thankfully increasing the number of academics are holding more value to the quality of your work and your papers rather than the frequency and number. The problem for me was that I didn't think that way. I judge myself on publishing papers. It's not necessarily a bad motivator. It's always good to keep future publications in mind, but I got obsessed. Even worse, I wasn't judging my progress based on personal milestones. I was judging myself against what others at a similar career stage were doing, and that's a really toxic habit to get into. If I want to get just one message across in this blog, then it's a simple one. Don't judge yourself against where someone else is. Judge yourself against where you were 12 months ago. We're all on our own personal journey and your particular set of circumstances are unique to you. I can speak from experience when I say comparing your progress to what someone else is doing does nothing but make you miserable. 
On top of that, it blinds you to the steps forward that you're taking because you're so busy watching others that you don't notice yourself moving in the right direction. You overlook the valuable growth that you've made and experience you've had, and you can easily become demotivated. Setting your benchmarks to focus on personal improvement ensures a healthier perspective. In turn, this fosters critical factors to your development, self-compassion and motivation. Additionally, it promotes you to stop and acknowledge the achievements you made and encourages consistency and perseverance. This will always create a positive outcome for you in the form of substantial and long-term success. I remember about two years into my postdoc, I was still feeling demotivated because I couldn't look past the achievement of others. My PhD supervisor came to visit me so we could finish some work and I talked to him about it. And he said something that was very simple, but has always stuck with me, which is you're doing the work, the papers will come, they always do. And that's the key thing to remember. Everyone's journey moves at a different pace. But if you are putting the work in, you'll always get the outcomes that you want. When I started in Manchester at the end of 2016, my goal was to publish at least five papers. Now that was a good goal to have, but my mistake was expecting those five to come at the same pace as the papers from my PhD. And the same pace as the papers from other people I was comparing to myself to, despite them doing vastly different work. Now I'm proud to say that my time in Manchester got me those five papers. In fact, it got me more than that. But it wasn't until at least four or five years later that I got past that goal of five. The message is trust the process, do the work, and judge you against where you were 12 months ago. Keep that in mind and you cannot fail to push forwards. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.